welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten. I've just landed in Chisinau, the capital of Moldova. This podcast is brought to you in association with Betfred. Fred Doan is a Salford Red who opened his first shop in 1967. He flew via Paris on a Air through an absolutely chaotic Paris Bouvet Airport, the third airport of Paris was totally insufficient for the number of people the plane was late but we got on it probably 50 United fans on it and then just got in a taxi now into the centre of Chisinau the capital of Moldova with the driver who's put some religious music on and he's crossing himself frequently uh, I don't know if you can hear that in the background I'm sure you can hear it now My first time to Moldova, it's Manchester United's first time in Moldova for a game against Sheriff Tiraspol who play in the breakaway Republic of Transnistria. I'm intending to go there tomorrow. And well the, the British Foreign Office say that you shouldn't go there, uh, but I've asked people locally and uh, they've said it's not an issue, so I'm gonna take that chance. It's a big game this for United, especially because the team lost 1-0 against Real Sociedad in pretty sombre circumstances. Didn't turn up either. And Sheriff won their first game, so if United lose this one, United will be six points behind, which is pretty significant gap. I spoke to lots of the fans on the plane, Loads from Manchester and uh, loads of people you see everywhere. 600 United fans are travelling on this trip. With, well, 600 have got tickets. I met a lot who don't have tickets. They just come in because maybe they'll get a ticket. They just want to watch United. It's warm here. It's uh, 26 degrees and it's one of the poorest countries in Europe. It's a country of only two and a half million people. Similar population to Greater Manchester. Landlocked between Romania and Ukraine. And the reason the Foreign Office advises against going to Transnistria is because it's uh, a Russian speaking republic which is not recognised by anybody else apart from people who live there with their own government, their own currency, their own border controls, and a very good football team. But they're not allowed to play there since the conflict in Ukraine began. So the game's been moved to the capital of Moldova, uh, Chisinau. My hotel, from the pictures, looks like a relic from the Soviet era in terms of its architecture. But let's get out and about. Let's see what's going on. We're just a bit to a couple of the lads. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, I'm Simon. And uh, originally from uh, Reading in the United Kingdom, but I've uh, been living in Spain now 14 years, following the Reds, all of those, and uh, yeah, another How away. How feeling day. about this? Why have you come to Moldova? What's what's in it? Uh, not been here before, and also I don't want to miss one. I ain't missed a European away for the last three years, so it's um, kind of my thing at the moment. It's uh, yeah, good opportunity to come out and meet fellow Reds because obviously I don't get to the home games. 
and uh, yeah, good way of exploring exploring Europe. Interesting choice of music in this taxi. Absolutely, yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> pretty open-minded when it comes to music, but uh, I, don't, I don't think I should be purchasing the uh, CD. But uh, yeah. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, I'm Billy, and I'm originally from West Cumbria. Um, Whereabouts I'm, in West Cumbria? The Maryport. Ah, yeah. And you go to a lot of the United Way matches. I uh, I followed United on European ways for the last 40, 50 years. I love it. I, I love meeting all, all the lads, the hardcore Reds. It is uh, superb. What you, so, tell me about some of your favourite trips, Billy, and some of your worst ones. Um, uh, probably one of the best ones was when we did... Um, Maccabi Haifa when we played them in Cyprus we did a week there um, with four of us did that probably one of the worst ones was Roma when five of us went and four of us got stabbed were you but, one of the four? yes where did you get stabbed? what happened? in, in my arm um, we, got, we got mullered by a lot of uh, Roma fans and it wasn't a good experience. I thought Mike Scarrett was going to die at that, uh, at that night because um, of where he got stabbed. But Where did he get stabbed? He got stabbed in the bum, but um, he, because he had taken warfarine and had a triple R bypass four years previous, his blood wouldn't clot, so the blood was um, spurting out of him. Actually, it was not not good to watch. But um, I followed United all over the world. Um, good and bad, I wouldn't change it for the world, Andy. Brilliant. So we're now on the outskirts of Chisinau. Very, very Soviet in terms of the big tower blocks it reminds me of well going to Volgograd in 1995 first impression football Manchester United yeah going past the stadium okay there's a ground on the right seats ten and a half thousand it's a modern stadium going right past it now and um, big sports complex Manchester United Sheriff Tiras Paul and you Sheriff yeah. <laughs> and now we're coming into just now proper. So it's not city of like half a million people. Busy. So on the first night in Chisinau, I had a walk around the city. Quite pleasant, warm. Quite a few United fans dotted around, and then I went to the stadium where the press conference was taking place uh, with Eric Ten Hag and David De Gea. And there were about what, six, seven journalists who travelled over from Manchester and about a dozen Moldovan journalists. The press conference was pretty boring. And after that, went into town. Again, there was United fans around and then 
went back to my hotel, which uh, was once described as being one of the best in Chisinau, and that was in 1974, and I don't think it's been updated since then. Uh, there is a notice on the reception saying to get hot water, got to align both taps and wait for 20 minutes so giving you a flavour of what it's like but interesting but I won't go there with my wife put it that way so we got up on match day and we've taken a, a trip an hour and a half over the border through passport control we had to get out of the car into Transnistria I'm still in that car now we've just left Transnistria and got back into Chisinau and the British government says do not go there under any circumstances but I got some good local advice here I saw that some trips were still running here almost everybody said you'll have no problems going there so took that on board and we've had no problems so we went on a pretty bumpy road across the Moldovan police then soldiers then the Russian soldiers on the other side and then we visited a cemetery we saw the first of many sheriff's supermarkets there were statues and images of Lenin everywhere it was like going back to the USSR and 99% of the population speak Russian we saw the sheriff stadium complex which has got a 15,000 seat main stadium a reserve stadium with a big main stand an indoor arena maybe a dozen training pitches it's far bigger than Carrington and really enjoyed it before I found it fascinating I'm now going back into Chisinau where the game's going to take place uh, I went into Transnistria with three lads who reunited we stand and Chris what did you make of it? Very different not like anywhere I've been before hadn't done any of the Russian trips previously so I, I think we were saying earlier it's probably more Russian than Russia actually is and yeah in a state of war at the moment it was kind of weird seeing so many pro-Russian places at the minute but uh, yeah it's an absolutely fascinating place to, to visit So Russia is allied with Transnistria uh, there were some fears in April that uh, there could be conflict but it's pretty calm in our experience people yeah, they looked at us because we don't look, look like them, but we walked around the, the food markets. We went into a restaurant, and it was a really uh, interesting experience. Chris, how are you feeling about the game in Manchester United and the Europa League? I mean, trips like this are only possible because of the Europa League, so uh, that's the advantage of, uh, of going to the games. You get to go to these places that you'd never, ever want to go on holiday. Um and then you had the Europa League I mean obviously I'd like to see us get as far as we can in it because we've just been starved of trophies for the last five years and we were in Gdansk in 2021 and that was so disappointing to to get so close but but to not win so a decent run would be good a trophy would be good but I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't know how the manager sees it because last week there was such a lack of intensity and in, to the game that I don't know if he sees it as, as, a, as a priority but hopefully it's something that we can win because um, yeah, there's just some great trips involved in that final in Budapest sounds absolutely terrific at this stage I did ask um, David here how he felt about 
the Europa League and, and Eric Tenag was also asked and they gave pretty yeah we want to win it uh, David De Gea said he, he didn't want to be in this competition because it should be Champions League and I, and, I, and I get that as well but that's actually the sixth time he's played in the Europa League sixth season for Manchester United in the, the 16 seasons before he signed United didn't play Europa League football once Champions League every single year uh, with another Chris as well who's travelling with us what have you made of your day trip crossing the border into Transnistria yeah it's um, really interesting it was perhaps I have been to Russia and it was more Russian than Russia to be honest like old Soviet stuff everywhere um, so it actually seemed like a pretty nice lifestyle for most people you could see the community efforts with people you know tilling the land and planting stuff and in the food markets you assume there's definitely no food banks there so yeah all homeless people all homeless people yeah um, and I bet there's no housing ladder so I, it seemed very nice to me yeah very very glad I've been and the tour guide has been excellent we've got a good uh, history lesson about the area we have his driving us now Nikolai if you ever come over to here search him out how do we find out your tours Google. What do we Google? Transnistria and tour guide, and then what would you find me? Yeah, Transnistria tour guide. Nikolai is good. He's really good. He's uh, knows his history. I think he was a history graduate, and he's telling us all about um, the history of the, the place, and obviously knows his shit. He even printed out maps for us to show uh, how Moldova uh, came to be. How are you feeling, Chris, about United at the moment? Um. Well, it's a fresh start again isn't it um, Ten Hag seems very highly thought of so that's positive um, more interested in the ownership I think the protests are going well um, obviously don't know what's going on behind the scenes uh, but yeah it seems like there's some light at the end of the tunnel uh, after a long time uh, so you've been going on, on the protests part of the 1958 walking to the ground what end resolution would you like to see Glazers replaced by someone else uh, yeah, I'd, yeah the Glazers gone as the priority number one and then in an ideal world some sort of fan ownership um, I'm not sure if that if someone like Jim Radcliffe's going to shell out what four billion whatever whether he you know if you're going to spend that amount of money you're not going to just oh here you go fans here's a portion of my thing I've just bought but yeah ideally you'd want the government to 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 step in and make some sort of fan ownership perhaps like they have in Germany but to, yeah to play devil's advocate with that as well I mean I think state ownership would be worse than the Glazers because it's sports washing at the very highest and okay you might invest in the team but so many of the people who want the Glazers there would be happy to get someone like the Saudis in and as long as they're buying you know and Mbappe or Messi then they're, they're happy they don't really care about the kind of the wider consequences of, of what that looks like as well so yeah I think it's like United are for sale but I don't think it should be to just anyone uh, and I'm not sure that we know enough about Jim Ratcliffe to fully um, yeah to fully accept him as, as our saviour a fan led review which Crazy Crouch has been working on people like Gary Neville pushing that heavily that's been put forward there, there is some talk that the new government led by Liz Truss might uh, put that on the back burner or not make the recommendations legal 
which I think would be a blow because there's a lot of good ideas in there which would stop people who are not fit and proper taking over football clubs like we saw at, at Bury, for example and higher up got many examples of that so let's see what happens with that in the front seat here but Simon how was your trip to Transnistria? Oh it was great and it was uh, really interesting I, I was a bit unsure what the what the greeting would be like from the, from the locals and you know, everyone was really really welcoming you know as you say people did give us some funny looks and uh, <laughs> but yeah no, it, was, it was really nice we had some nice food and uh, that's a good good way to spend the day actually. So you're part of the London fan club which I believe is the second oldest Manchester United supporters club from from 1965 could you just tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, as you say, we're second second oldest um, United Sports Club. Um, we travel on the trains up, um, which is difficult at the moment. Avanti are not helpful at the moment. Um, but yeah, we, we're always looking for more members. If you Google Match United London Fan Club, then you'll find our website. Um, and uh, we'll maybe put something in. Yeah, you guys will be sound at some point. So how much does it is it costing you now to come up on a train from London? Because you're saying that Avanti are not being great and do you travel to all the, all the matches do you go away games as well uh, yeah yeah we will um we run a trip we'll run a trip to any game we can get to uh, so generally not midweek ones but we'll do all the weekend ones um at the moment we're paying about 65 pounds um for the trains just because that's you know we can't get it any cheaper at the moment but in the past we've done it 40 pounds you know when i first joined it was 20 pounds 30 pounds it's just gradually gone up really but we always it's always cheaper than traveling on your own how are you feeling about Manchester United at the moment? Um, positive, I think. I mean, if you'd asked me after Brentford, I would have probably been less positive. But I think since then, I've, you know, the Liverpool performance was great. It was just great to see the intensity there. I think if we can carry that on, I mean, winning the Europa League would be perfect this season. I think that would be that would sort of cap it. Why do you come to somewhere like Moldova to watch a football game? Um, well, I love travelling, and you know, obviously, just. It's great to get to a different country. You wouldn't, you go to places you wouldn't otherwise go to. I think, you know, I wouldn't probably wouldn't go to Moldova for a holiday normally. But you know, you see it and it's really interesting. And um, have the people been with you? What's your experience been like in Chisinau? Um, yeah, everyone very welcoming. I mean, our hotel receptionist speaks no English, um, but luckily Chris managed to get us checked in yesterday. Um, <laughs> just about. Um, uh, you're in the same hotel as me. I, I've tried to describe it. Could you just add some more details? How would you describe the hotel we are staying in to people when you get back to London? <laughs> um, dated is probably the one word you say. Cold showers. Um, it's, it's a strange place. It, it feels very Soviet, I would say. Can we have a score prediction for tonight, please, for the the game? Manchester United, Sheriff Tiras Ball. I'm going for a United win. 2-1 United win 2-1 I uh, hope United win but our away record in Europe is pretty terrible isn't it and Sheriff are quite good but I'll go for a win as well why not um, you going to give us a prediction? well I don't, I don't there's much point in the score I'll go 1-0 then uh, I'm an optimist I'll go 3-1 to United Nikolai who do you think is going to win the game tonight between Manchester United and Sheriff Tiraspol? Well, since you think that Manchester will win, I say uh, Sheriff will win 1-0. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Could you tell us what Sheriff means to the the people of Transnistria and also uh, in, in Moldova itself? Because I've been speaking to people in Chisinau and was pleasantly surprised that 
they, they like Sheriff, the football team. Yeah, so Sheriff Property is a company that was founded in 94, I think, and nowadays it includes a lot of supermarkets, gas stations, sport complexes, a lot of things. So um, locals are quite happy about having Sheriff, but it only exists in uh, Transnistria. So, yeah. And they are the best team in Moldovan football? Yes, Sheriff Football Club is the most successful club in Moldovan history, despite of all this... Uh, political and geopolitical uh, tensions, let's say. Sheriff is playing in a Moldovan league and it's the most successful. So I think this is one of those examples when football is uniting people uh, despite of their political views. How would you describe Moldova to somebody listening to this in, in Manchester or London or, or in Dublin, somebody who's not been here before? What's it like as a country? Moldova is very authentic country. Well, locals call it poor, but I call it authentic let's say and um, I think it's a future of tourism uh, sooner or later people will get bored of Eiffel Towers and uh, they will come to Moldova so I think it's future why should you come to Moldova go on I'm giving you a chance to sell it <laughs> um, why would you come to Moldova just because if you are the person that likes to do different things and you are different from others Moldova is perfect destination for that uh, it's not touristic it's not commercial, so if you are the person who is looking for that, Moldova is perfect for this. And good wine, no? Definitely. Cheap prices, good wine, and perhaps the most important, uh, very nice people. Thank you. So we'll come back into Chisinau now, and I'm going to head up to the stadium. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's really easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. You can bring the right team member to help you make your team better. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires against the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com forward slash united. That's linkedin.com forward slash united to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I've just walked into the stadium and met two gentlemen here. A United fans from um, Chisinau. Yeah. All four of you? United? Well, actually three of us. <laughs> okay. And why Manchester United? Well, this is a legendary club when we are supporters for many, many years even from the childhood and we we want to uh, we, we, we want together to keep this uh, dream for your entire life and uh, yeah Man United forever so this is the first time you've seen the team play yeah this is the first time we've seen the team play <laughs> and this is unbelievable like when it was like we were last time when Sheriff played for the final match and we say like okay Sheriff is playing now in Europa League 
like come on like maybe maybe united will will, will be in our group and then the next in the next day palm united is in uh, we together with sheriff and we are like ah wow this is incredible how long have you supported united for well i don't remember from the childhood from the the time when it was Remember 99, the final with Bayern Munich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> in is, is it United, Liverpool, Barca, Madrid. I think you, I think United has the most. most Barca. Uh, second, maybe it is Real, and then Barca or something like that. This is top top three, but United from fans are United. from England. Sure. United. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what about Sheriff? It's a good team. Are, are people all over Moldova proud? Of Sheriff, even though it's from Transnistria. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Proud. Yes, yes. We, uh, we we act Sheriff like uh, our team, and we we support this team a lot, and yeah, we don't have this limit that it is from Transnistria or something. Like we are together. This is one country. Who do you want to win the game tonight? Well, uh, even the time. Uh, Manchester supporter, I would like that uh, Sheriff to win. Really? Yes. Really? I, can, I want to I, see I, the match free free. Free free. You okay? Oh, yeah, Proud of you. Just one second. Sorry. You're all right. Sorry, you're all right. How, how, okay. how was the trip to think It was good. It was interesting. Give me two seconds. I will explain you why. Okay, tell me why. I will explain you why. Because, well, uh, obviously, obviously, United will win other games, and this will not be a, a hard group for them, I think. But for for us, for our team, maybe this is the the first and the final chance that United will came here, and it will be we'll be very proud and very uh, happy that if Sheriff will win. Tonight. So you think you want both of the teams to go through from the group? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for your time. Right, so you've just been drinking with the president. Oh yeah. The club president. Yes. Tell us your names, where you're from. I'm Keith Bradley, I'm from uh, Salford. This is Phil Jones and he's from Salford. So how did you get end up drinking with the president of Sheriff Tiraspol? Because we were sat right in front of his box. Right in front of his box. Yeah. He realised we were my United Sports. Yeah. He says, Have you enjoyed your stay? Have you how'd you get here? Blah blah blah. And he was explaining why we didn't we're playing here and not playing down there. It was absolutely brilliant. He said, yeah, let's have a beer. Really? Do you want me to eat? He said, no, no, we'll just have the beer. Thank really? you very much. Yeah. His exact words was when I said we could do with a drink at half time. He said, I understand. Perfect. <laughs> so he's been giving you drinks throughout the match and he's been a top fella. Oh, yeah. fantastic. And he's taking us out tomorrow night. He's taking us out tomorrow night. Where to? Well, where, I've, I can't believe this. No, seriously, he says, listen, if you want to go to a winery tomorrow, yeah. he said, I've got your number, I'm going to email you later. Yeah. He said, I'm going to take you to a nice winery. Mr. Sheriff himself? Mr. Sheriff yeah. himself. His name is Sergio, he's Sergio. the agent for all the players. Right. Oh, what, what, a great, what a great guy. We met his kids at half-time. Sully! What did you make of the game? We did enough, but not much more. No, listen, we won. It doesn't matter, does it? We won the game. It wasn't, wasn't first chance. We're going to win this competition? No. 
Yeah. Well, only if we can go to Budapest, yeah. Listen, listen, yeah, if we can, if we can keep going, we're, we're sorry. You've only been, you've only been at uh, Manchester United a short while. Um, how? Nice is it to hear the fans chanting Argentina, Argentina, <laughs> and that rapport that, that you have with them already. Well, like uh, like I said before, I'm really proud and really happy that uh, to feel this love from the fans. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's amazing every game. They say Argentina, Argentina for me is amazing because it's my my country. You know, I love my country, and if they say that. For me, it's uh, very emotional. I watched quite a lot of you at uh, Ajax and never had any doubts at all that you would physically be tough enough for this league. Do you think you've already shown that you are, that you can handle the physicality of the Premier League? Well, well, the, the Premier League, I think, is the best, uh, the best uh, league in the world. It's very physical. Uh, you play against the best players in the world, I think, mm-hmm. every, uh, every game. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> you have to, to prepare, you have to be ready for that. And then, I think in the beginning was uh, was a bit hard. Like mm-hmm. uh, like um, every every step that you, like I did in the in my career, you know. But uh, now we are doing well, and we have to keep going. Sandro, this is the first time we've spoken to you since you moved to United. Can you just explain a little bit about why you chose Man United? <laughs> why? Because it's the best uh, the best uh, the best club in the world. That's it. Simple. Simple. The best, uh, the best, the best club in the world. Yeah. And so soon as you can, they... you can see every game, the support of the people, uh, the t-shirt, the, the color, everything is amazing. And the in club. Argentina, the fan culture is really strong. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere in the stadium. How is it comparing playing in England in front of the fans? Uh, I was surprised, to be honest. I was surprised because uh, I never been here in in England, and I really <laughs> love the passion of the people. I think uh, not just in Manchester United. I think uh, till now in every stadium is uh, it's amazing. You know when we play away, we play home. Uh, uh, that passion that the people feel. You know because it's like uh, the fans play with us. You know uh, that's so it's it's, not it's that, amazing. Like Argentina's like this, but every stadium is just every full. stadium. Yeah, you can feel the the. The, the atmosphere, you know, it's, it's amazing uh, and I really love to to play every game like uh, at, at 100%, you know, so for me it's top. Can you just talk a little bit about your partnership with Rafa? Mm-hmm. You know, you seem to work really well together and complement each other. What's it like playing next to someone as good as him? <laughs> Everyone knows uh, how, how good is uh, Varan. I think he's a legend for me. Uh, I'm really happy to play with him uh, in the back. But uh, I think every player, uh, every player in the in the in the team is ready to play, and every day every, every player is doing well. Every player uh, is working hard. So that's the point, you know. It's not only uh, Faran, it's uh, Harry, Luke Shaw, uh, Donny Van de Beek. Everyone, mm. I don't want to 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 forget anyone. What are your memories but, of Manchester? But uh, everyone is uh, is ready. That's uh, that's a good point. You what what your memories of Manchester United growing up when you were little? Were they a club that you always admired for when when you were back home in Argentina? Sorry. What well, what are your memories of Manchester United when you were young growing up? Mm-hmm. Were they always a club that that you admired that you one day dreamed dreamed of playing for? Yeah, um, we know how big is Manchester. You know, it's not for it's not because now it's a lot of history. You a lot know? of history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which players did you? 
Well, uh, Argentinian player like uh, Gabriel Heinze, you know, uh, well, well, yeah. Okay, thank you, you guys. Know, Cristiano Ronaldo, you. everyone. Yeah, yeah lovely. Yeah, nice to meet you. Thank you. It's three o'clock in the morning, and I just remembered uh, needed to finish this podcast. I'm walking through Chisinau down the main street, the main boulevard. Just been in a pub. Uh, quite a lot of United fans in there. Some of the first people I saw when I came out of the pub were lads with Manchester accents who were absolutely steaming. And walking back to my hotel, you cannot get a taxi in this city. It's all done by the app. Apps. So I flagged a couple down and they've just ignored me and driven off. Manchester United won 2-0. That's all the team needed, a win and clean sheet helps and both goals came in the first half Jaden Sancho finished the goal after some really good team movement and Cristiano Ronaldo got a penalty his first goal of the season so I would have taken that all day long before I came here t-shirt weather still just got a when you're in a strange city at night time, just got to be wits about you by myself. I've got a flight in the morning to Milan. My flight on from Milan has been cancelled because of the strike by French air traffic control. So I'm now in an underpass in Chisinau, Moldova. I try not to speak too loudly because speaking English will bring attention to myself. There's a couple of people walking about. They may or may not be intoxicated. Pleasant city. My hotel is definitely not pleasant. Hello. Just said hello to a fella. Just looked at me like an absolute knobhead. I was told when we went into Transnistria before. Don't smile. If you smile, they think you're a bit simple. So you just got to nod at people. There's quite a few waifs and strays on these uh, streets of Chisinau. At three o'clock in the morning, like might be in every city. We might have another one now. Hello. No, thank you. Ferran played well. Tomney played well, Harrison played well. And the group stage is looking. That thing it was. Try to work out whether the lad in front of me is English or not. He's wearing shorts. Looks like he's had a beer. Yeah, just walked past him. Uh, atmosphere in the ground was quite tame new stadium I sense that Sheriff fans don't go to a lot of football matches I didn't see one Sheriff fan in the town that they play the city that they play but then why would you be walking around in the middle of the day but I thought I might see I saw one bus with a few people getting off it wearing no colours and they were good natured, they were friendly. Met a few United fans from here. The United end, 
was a decent end, lots of flags, much more than the 600. Some of the architecture in this city is amazing, in a sort of 70s abandoned way. Might take a picture now, use it as a cover to this podcast. So there's no game now for ages. No Leeds, and then an international weekend. Uh, what we're going to do with this podcast? Well, I'm going to go to Helsinki with some United Legends to play a game next weekend. And uh, well, we've got a few people we could interview who are interested in either for your fanzine or for the podcast, so we might do that. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast from Moldova, United's first ever trip to Moldova. I spoke to Lissandro Martinez after the game, speaks good English. He's enjoying life. Good for him. Said it was tough at first, but he feels settled in the Premier League. And uh, he was absolutely buzzing that the fans were singing Argentina to him. I would like to spoke to him for longer, but there you go. Anyway, I'm back at my hotel. I get across the road first of all. Until next time, goodbye. Bright sunny day morning after the match. Um, that fella who was talking about 3am, yeah, he was a United fan because we both got locked out of the hotel, couldn't get into it. So flying now back to Milan, transport is heavily disrupted, the airport's full of United fans uh, with stories about how they're not going to make the connections, how the flight's been delayed, how they don't know how, how they're getting home. With a few lads here from Manchester, what did you make of the game last night? Yeah, the game was easy, I thought, I thought, I thought they were the full team. Uh, I don't think United really got out of second gear. I don't think they have any reason to. Anyone in pressure? Uh, I was quite impressed by Malaysia. And obviously, like Martinez, Martinez just does the job and he just does it easy. Makes the easy things look easy. Spoke to him last night and he was buzzing off the support from the United end. What was it like in the United end? Yeah, it was good, good. Singing Argentina? I wasn't, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what have you made of the trip? It's good, nice country, friendly people, good food, good drink. Decent weather. Decent weather. You going to Cyprus? Yes. You think we're going to get out of this group? Yes, definitely, we'll win it. What do you make of it? <laughs> Enjoyed the trip? Yeah, very much. Right. We're getting out of the group? Wow. Yeah, of course we are. Top of it. All right, we'll have a safe trip home, all of you. Right, yeah, yeah.